Welcome back to the Business Freedom Podcast. Lars Hedenborg here, founder of Real Estate B-School. And this is part three of a three-part series. So if you're just coming into the podcast today, go back two episodes, make sure you pick up on part one of just how do you manage your physical body and use it as a foundation for growth and engagement and energy in every other area of your life. Chris Dufay is a nice guy who is phys he's figured out how to master his physical body and his emotional well-being so he can engage in business as a father, as a husband, and just you want to engage in this content. I will encourage you, if you're at the point in your journey in your real estate business where you want to be part of a community that does care about personal wellness, go to rebscasestudy.com. That's rebscasestudy.com. Stay tuned for part three. We'll see you over there. Sorry, Ryan Anderson does say a message. Uh, what do you like about six to seven meals per day? Um, what don't you like about six to seven meals per day? To be perfectly honest, it takes up too much time for it. I'm going to speak from my personal experience. Eating six to seven meals per day takes up too much time. I have to think about all the time about, oh shit, what am I going to eat? When's my next meal going to be? Oh, I've got to stop work. I've got to stop this. I've got to go sit down. It takes up so much time. I eat two meals a day now. And I love it because I just don't have to think about it. Like it's it's pushed way off to the end of the day. I can sit down like my main meal is just sitting down with family and being able to enjoy that. And so what I don't love about it is the time factor. And what I also love about it is I can properly digest everything as well. So my digestion of food is just so much easier. So I don't think we need to constantly bombard ourselves with food um, all throughout the day as well. And also uh, like I... I believe it still works on the look side of things. I'm weighing uh, 106 kilos at the moment. I'm a bit under 10% body fat, okay? So I still think it works. I'm only eating two meals a day. Most typically, uh, I'm only eating one meal with meat a day as well. So next one, uh, how are we going for time? We've got 20 minutes, don't we, Lars? Yep, ace. Okay, next one is move. This one's a fun one three things we want to talk about with move. The first one is going to be, and this, this always gets people when I bring this up. I'm a huge fan of it. I'm a huge fan of it. Walking, the most underestimated thing I honestly believe when it comes to health and fitness and you being able to look, feel and perform better. Walking. Right now, I want you to put into your calendar at least 30 minutes a day of when you're going to go for a walk. Could be first thing in the morning, could be lasting at night. It could be whenever in between. I don't care. I just want you to go for a walk for at least 30 minutes a day. Okay. Really good for you. Like just, it's really important. And for so many reasons as well. My routine is I go for a walk every single morning. And this is the time when I'm thinking about what has to happen for the day. I'm trying to solve a problem specifically for the business in the day. And I will literally finish my walk. I will come straight into my office, sitting down, still sweating and looking like an absolute goofball and get stuck straight into the actual work because this is when everything's working. The actual like the how your body moves in kind of the system of walking really helps your brain as well. So this is really important. So what I want you to be able to do is just have at least a 30 minute uh, time in your day for when you're going to be able to go walking as well. The second part of this is, and you knew this was going to be coming, is training, okay? Resistance training is going to be super important. 
Um, I would highly recommend, and this is the difference I saw over being a trainer for so many years, uh, four times a week is much better than three times a week. Don't ask me why, but I just saw this huge correlation between clients that were training at least four times a week compared to people that three, did three times a week. And I found four times a week is better. Maybe because it's actually like the majority of the week than the minority, whatever. So I'm just going to say, I want you to do resistance training four times a week. Now you're probably saying, Chris, what should I be doing for training four times a week? I don't care. It could be anything. Get a Peloton, go do Zumba classes, uh, go to the gym, uh, whatever it is, like whatever you enjoy. That's the one key caveat. When they say, what should I be doing for training? My answer is just always going to be, I want you to do something you enjoy. Because if there's any friction at any point, because you're like, well, I'm not really feeling it, Chris, that is the thing. Does surfing count? Absolutely. Get in the water. Best thing you can do because there's so many other positives about going for a surf. So if you're going to be surfing, I'm going to count that. Because the thing is, I'm not going to sit here right now and be like, you've got to hit the gym. You've got to do so many reps. Like, it's like, nah, dude, that's boring as hell. And you're going to want to poke your eyes out. Then you're not going to do it. And the, I could write the best diet, the best training program in the world, right? But if you don't do it, what, what use is it? It's the most biggest waste of paper that we've ever produced. So that's why I just want you to start with something that's going to. So yes, 100%. Um, so Justin says, surfing count. Yes. How long? Great question. Each session. So four times a week, at least 30 minutes a session. At least 30 minutes. So what I want you to do, it's not in the calendar. It doesn't get done. I want you to put it into your calendar. Okay, so you're going to go for a walk every single day for 30 minutes. That doesn't count as the training, the walking. And I want you to do four times a week of some sort of resistance training. Now, this one will tie in daily movement. Just being able to move more often throughout the day will have a very positive effect as you go through everything. Now, I wanna tie in the walking and the daily movement together to make your life easier. So if you were like, oh, what's the hack? This honestly is the easiest hack ever, right? Lars, I think I might've brought this up in LA when we were together once, um, but something I found. So uh, I've been like super geeking out on this stuff for quite a while. I've even been wearing a continuous blood glucose monitor. So I'd have a thing like tapped onto me it's literally reading my blood sugars 24 hours a day, 14 days straight. And I'll track, what am I doing? Like, for example, if I'm sitting at the computer being very acute, working on something after a while, my blood sugars like literally start rocketing up. I become like diabetic, right? Not good. So I know that I need to be able to do something to be able to stop that. I found out what foods work for me, what foods don't work for me. Um, I found out these burritos that I absolutely love work really well for me. So I was like, great. So I'm just going to smash burritos the whole time. And I know it doesn't spike my blood sugar level. So thumbs up for me on that one. But I know there's other things that I could eat that just like rocket it up. And I'm like, oh shit, I can't go anywhere near that food because my body doesn't like that. But that's just an end of one experiment. But with the daily movement, what I want to bring up, if you can, and I would love if you could give this a crack, go for a 10 minute walk after every meal. So if you're eating three uh, meals a day and you do a 10 minute walk after every meal, you've done your 30 minutes of walking for the day. The benefit of doing it 
um, after a meal is it's going to help your digestion and it's going to help your blood sugars stabilize and come back down. So you're going to have much better stabilization of your blood sugars all throughout the day by doing that. And I've just found huge benefits of it. Now, yes, I'll admit, sometimes it's the biggest pain in the ass and maybe just not even doable for going for a walk, especially when we have kids and other responsibilities as well. But even if you could fit it in an extra one time a day after lunch or after breakfast or whatever it's going to be. Um, and also FYI, breakfast, break fast. So it doesn't have to be at 6 a.m. in the morning smashing bagels down your face. That's why we can say we can have breakfast, break fast at like 11 o'clock or whatever as well. But what I want you to do is I want you to uh, make sure that you uh, have a walk after a meal. It makes a huge difference. The other thing as well, huge differences, because I know we're all doing savvy business people right here, is making sure that you're doing standing meetings or walking meetings. Uh, when I was in Bali and people were having like meetings with me face-to-face, I'd only do them on the beach, barefoot and going for a walk. And it would be amazing. It was absolutely incredible. It, I felt so good and they were so effective and there was no fluff with it. But if you can have standing meetings or walking meetings, absolutely go for it. And then just make sure, can you actually move more often than what you're actually doing right now? So rather than taking the car, can you jump on the bike? Can you go for a walk? Can you just add some extra movement throughout the day? Because it does make a huge difference. And that's the beauty of it. It's these little things that will add up to really big um, differences at the end. So let me come through. There's a few questions that have come through. I want to make sure I cover everyone. Jim says, uh, can you do more than four times a week? 100% dude, you could do seven times a week if you would like to. Um, is six days too many? No, it is not all I would say. The beauty of it, and this is where why I want to tie everything in. If you're using the Aura Ring, it's going to tell you if you're getting too stressed from overtraining as well because your HRV uh, will start to drop. So if you see that your HRV has dropped for three days in a row, give yourself a rest um go do something else and so i call it more yin than yang so if i'm like hitting the gym far too often that's very yang and if i my recovery starts to drop my hrv starts to drop i want to do yin activities so then i'll go for a serve walking yoga that sort of stuff uh so there's any health benefits you have seen walking outside versus inside on treadmill yes great question there is i've seen huge differences especially myself Walking outside, and specifically for me, I jump on my bike, it's a two minute ride down the road to get onto the beach. Walking on the beach for me makes my soul so much happier. I, I'm just a happier person as well. So I do find there is much better benefits of walking outside, especially in nature, compared to being inside on a treadmill as well. Um, so that is an absolute yes. Clay says, thoughts on caffeine? Great question, love this. This is really cool, dudes. Um, Lars, you've got a very good looking smart bunch here. I'm liking this. Uh, caffeine. I would use caffeine only before training. And so you want to be able to do that because it stimulates your sympathetic nervous system and can help you burn body fat. Okay. So it can actually help you burn body fat. Technically, if you wanted to like a uh, concoction uh, to be able to help you burn body fat before workouts, it would be one gram of L-tyrosine and it would be about 100 milligrams of caffeine 
before doing that. So before training, I'll have a concoction of something like that. And it'll actually help you with uh, lipolysis, which is the process of you using body fat for fuel. Um, Lars says thoughts on alcohol. Uh, if you enjoy it, enjoy it in moderation. Uh, wine would be best choice. Uh, then it would be uh, such uh, white liquors like rum, then dark liquors are at the bottom. Uh, especially for males, I hadn't found good things with beer, to be perfectly honest. I myself haven't drank alcohol for about nine years. I just don't drink, haven't felt the need for it. But uh, I'd start with wine and then kind of like move my way backwards, depending on the choice of the poison that you want to be able to go with, but limit it and see how you go with it as well. And especially like, do you know what I mean? If you're going to have a couple of glasses with wine with dinner, what does this sucker say about what happens to your sleep? Have a look at it. Do you know what I mean? Because then you go, like, okay, I've got to dial that back. See how you go. But again, it's not the worst thing in the world. It's perfectly fine, but do be wise with it. Uh, okay, Chris, any recommendations for a specific brand and or milligram for magnesium? No specific brands, dude. Um, the milligrams would be 300 milligrams I would start with. Uh, I take up to a gram of it uh, every night. Justin says, thoughts on one morning latte or coffee a day, then no food till 11-ish. Okay, so we can kind of go, okay, we've all heard of bulletproof coffees and everything like that, right? Technically, anything with a calorie is going to break your fast. Now, does it technically, is that technically a bad thing? No, it's not technically a bad thing. So it's perfectly fine. So if you do want to wake up, I say there should be, a, uh, a time gap between when you wake up and when you have a coffee. You shouldn't be having coffee like uh, within the first hour or really 90 minutes uh, from waking up. But if you want to have a coffee and be able to put, uh, do you know what I mean? Like ghee or some like double cream in it or butter or all that like MCT oil, dude, go for it. I, I, I don't care. It's all good. You can totally give it a crack. See how you feel. If that helps you get through, because it does suppress hunger, go for it. So two things that will help suppress hunger, uh, black coffee and sparkling water. So if you have like a bottle of uh, San Pellegrino and if you have a coffee a bit before that, it can help you actually suppress hunger if you feel like you're struggling to kind of get to that point from when you're breaking it. Um, the only thing that I would say is no dairy. I did say double cream. Double cream usually is not the worst thing in the world for when people are wanting to avoid and having issues with dairy. Um, but like milk, no, don't do it, especially for the first 14 days. Um, Chris says, thoughts on elk velvet antler? I am definitely not going to say I am an expert on elk velvet antler. I have heard of the stuff before. Um, my technical answer is meh. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if it's good or bad. Give it a shot. Try it. Do you know what I mean? Like use it. And if it works, amazing. If it doesn't, don't. Um, Jennifer, did I answer your question about what is the recommendation before workouts? Let me know. Uh, oh, Stacy, wow, go team, we're loving it. Uh, what is a good replacement for creaming coffee? So it could definitely be uh, ghee and MCT oil, or you could use butter as well. I found that people work better with uh, having ghee and some MCT oil. The other thing I'll say, if you're going to be doing that, don't go berserk on the amount of fat you add. Start with a little bit. I, I would add, if I do have it, which is not often, but if I do, I'll have a little bit of fat in there and I'll add some cinnamon as well and then whiz it up. And I really enjoyed that at times. 
Um, there's a lot of like coffee creamers out there on the marketplace as well. I know uh, Laird Hamilton has one um, that I've had before that is great. So I would find uh, that I think it's like Laird's creamer or something like that, that could work really well for it. Uh, all right, Jim, is the Lumen legit? I suppose it's sort of an aura ring for eating. It's a... Yeah, I've never used the Lumen, Jim. So I can't actually say, is that a good thing to use or not? Sorry, brother. Michelle says, did you say butter? Yes, I did say butter, Michelle. Okay, this is great. So keep the questions coming. I'm more than happy to go nuts on this. So just to put this into context, uh, there's three things that we want to be able to make sure you're doing. Can you improve the quality and quantity of sleep? Yes or no? Can you nourish yourself just a little bit more? Now you know what to eat, you know when to eat, you know what not to eat. And can you improve your movement? So we're going to add some walking in each day. You're going to add four times a week, a little bit of training of something that you enjoy. That's the only rule that I'm putting down there for you as well. And can you include a little bit of daily movement as well? That's all you need to do. If you think it has to be complicated, it has to be hard, it has to be arduous, all that stuff, it does not. I promise you, it does not. You can radically transform how you look, you can radically transform your mental performance and clarity, and you can radically transform how you're feeling day in to day out and how you're showing up just by these few key things as well. So you don't need to go uh, turning your life upside down to make this happen as well. So keep the questions coming. And Lars, I know we've got just a few minutes left. Uh, selfishly, uh, selfishly, I have a question. So go for it, brother. And, and it, it may apply to others. I, I'm really good at like, a challenge like for the next 90 days i can you know do this i can get in so good example i got down to 179 i was feeling that's that's my high school weight like on fire with my energy and i just weighed 202 this morning so just pure transparency like i'm just on this roller coaster where i'm either like all in and you can't get me to drink or eat anything bad for me or I'm just, I'm, it's marginal. My commitment isn't fully there. Any advice on like just the consistency aspect of this? Yeah, that's a really good question, dude, because I'm more like that personality type as well. So for example, this is the example that I use. Uh, who likes chocolate? Put your hand up if you like chocolate. Yeah, my hand's up too. Oh, I might even put two hands up. So, but when it comes to it with chocolate is, uh, let's say there's some great, dark quality, uh, dark chocolate in the fridge, right? Now, I'm going to eat that whole sucker at once. Like I'm just, bang, it's all gone. It's down once. My wife, on the other hand, she can take a little square and nibble it at night and put it back. I'm like, no, that is, that, how do you do that? So there is, and I've literally had interviews uh, like with psychologists and stuff talking about this. And there are different personality types with just how we operate. So me, I'm kind of a all in or nothing scenario, just like what you're saying, Lars, as well. In that case, what I would do is I would work in sprints, right? So the idea is at the start, let's say we go, all right, for the next 90 days, we're all going to follow this plan together. The idea is who's going to get uh, in the best shape, right? So we all follow the plan for 90 days. We get after it and we stick with it. We give each other accountability and you stay strict. Now, the thing is, uh, I don't think willpower is a very good thing, right? We shouldn't be relying on willpower. It sucks. And we can run out of it really easily, which is why our hands go in the cookie jar at the end of the night. Because if you've used your willpower 
all throughout the day, making all of these decisions and being such a good boy or girl. And then at the end of the day, you're like, ah, cookie jar, bang. And you're like the cookie monster like me at times. And you can just like nail that whole thing. Okay. So I would say start with sprints. And then the idea is how can you be better in between the sprints? So what can you learn from the sprint? And so rather than being 100% on and 100% off, maybe it's 100% on. And then during when the downtime, do you know what I mean? It's 50% off. Mm-hmm. And then next time, 60% off. And the next time, so, so I'm not saying to be perfect from today for the rest of your life. We're just Kaizen, continual improvement as we go through it. So I would say, Lars, choose a time. Let's say it's 90 days. Dude, I'm going to keep you accountable, Lars, right? I'm going to be messaging you frequently about, dude, you're going on, you're falling off the bandwagon. I'll strap my boots on and I'll kick you up your ass if need be, right? Then when it's finished the 90 days, it's what can I learn from this? What am I going to allow myself? Maybe it's like, cool, you know what? These lime chips, I'm going to go absolutely nutbags on them once a week. Amazing. Do it, dude. Do it with zero guilt and shame and enjoy it. And then you can kind of work on from there. Does that help? Yeah. Amazing. Uh, More questions. Chris, uh, almond milks, flax milk, oat milks as coffee, creamy replacements. Absolutely. There's no dramas with those. Um, I found uh, that like almond milk and uh, coconut milk can work the best for people's, but go on taste. So it's perfectly fine. No dramas with it because it's not dairy. Uh, Chris Mullenberg, thoughts on THC and CBD? Awesome. Yeah, dude, I'm a fan of both of them. Um, CBD has got plenty of benefits. THC when used correctly can be a great thing as well. It can disrupt sleep for people. So I like, okay, so technically, do you know what I mean? You might have some THC, use the aura ring. And if it does disrupt your sleep, don't do that again. Take it a different time and see how you go from there. But I'm a fan of both. Uh, any, I'm the exact same way. Amanda, do you have any daily goals for water intake? Uh, usually it's between three to four liters. So let's say to start off with, with someone that is a doing lower body weight capacity, three liters, bigger body weight capacity, four liters, starting with that. Uh, honestly, when it comes to water, have a water bottle with you throughout the day and just try and have the habit of sipping with it um, and just start with that. And again, so it's rather than, I'm more focused on the Ryan Anderson, good boy. I see him having some water. So I'm more focused on the habit than the outcome. So there's behavioral goals and there's outcome goals. I'm more focused on the behavioral goal rather than the outcome goal. So setting up those habits for it as well. Um any advice on how to get the four others in my family on board, mainly the kids age 12, 14. Okay. Yeah, totally right, Paul. So when it comes to my eldest daughter is about to turn eight. So I can't really talk about the teenagers. I don't have that experience yet. However, uh, like, so my, my daughter, actually, she's really into her jujitsu. She's actually got a jujitsu camp on at the moment, loving it. She's doing three and a half hours a day of it, just frothing on it. Um, with the food, let's be perfectly honest, parenting. They learn from what we do, not from what we say, right? So if you're doing it, then they'll effectively come across with it. Um, and so it's more about you be the leader by leading at the front than you being, hey, this is what you're supposed to do because it just never comes off that way as well. So I would say, like always, you focus on yourself and then the other people can come about to it as well. And if it's like, 
a lot of the time, if it's your partner that's just not on board with making these changes, then you're just going to have to follow it and that's perfectly fine, right? Don't try and change other people, just change yourself. I truly believe in the best way for me to help you is for me to be my best self. So I'm just going to focus on me being my best self. Uh, Ryan says, do you think oat milk is too much sugar? Nah, go for it, dude. Just like doing, I'm not, I'm not going to be the stickler here. I think where so much of health and fitness advice goes wrong is there's too many stringent rules. I just want you to be better and then continue to improve. Uh, Justin and Nick, alkaline water. Uh, yeah, 100%. If you have good quality water, that is much better. Don't drink tap water. Get filtered proper water, please. Huge difference. Amanda, no, thank you. Are there any other questions? No, I think it would be awesome if you could, uh, you mentioned you had that challenge in a PDF. That, that'd be super cool if you could share that. We might challenge the teams. This is uh, Stacy. Stacy's idea challenge the teams to do a 14-day challenge uh, within their businesses. Yeah, that'll be awesome. I'll pop the Dropbox link in there for you. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Very cool, man. I appreciate it. Uh, what is it? Six a.m. Uh, where you are? Five a.m. for me right now. Oh, so I thought it was five a.m. We started. <laughs> no, it's four a.m. Start for me. Oh uh, well, that's awesome. We appreciate you, and um, yeah, just. Uh, keep doing what you're doing. And thanks for sharing. Just, um, yeah, just giving that's, it's how I've always experienced you just a giver. And, um, you know, I think you mentioned in your, uh, on your website, you know, most of us are me included. We're at like a six out of 10, you know, and, and we're just sort of in our physical bodies, you know, we're, we're not able to really play all out because we're just not at the nine out of 10. And, and this, this is my struggle. If there's one thing, like I just go to food for every reason. I had a good day. I had a bad day, <laughs> like, you know? And so the yeah. psychology part of it is big for me too. Yeah. That, and, and that's huge, Lars, because that's the thing is the case of like, uh, I'd say to myself, especially because I went through so much of the eating disorder stuff and there was so much guilt and shame about it. And that was just simply a case of um, learning to have a good relationship first with myself. And then the relationship with food comes with it. And also I would love to just leave everyone with one thing. And that is a case of stop making so many compromises in your life. Stop thinking that you can't be in great shape because you're focusing on your business. Stop being uh, like compromises such as, well, I can't have great relationships with my family or friends or whatever, because I'm trying to build so much wealth and financial abundance. What I want you to think about is truly acting from a place of abundance. And how can you build an amazing business? How can you impact the entire world doing the work that you love? How can you look absolutely incredible? And how can you have the best, most incredible relationships as you possibly can because I truly believe every day is made up of three things. Those three things are going to be one, simplicity. No day where you've done a hundred million different things has ever been a good day, right? So day number one, simplicity, making sure you simplify, hopefully to the one thing that you want to focus on for that day. Two is depth. When you do deep work, you get quality work done. That's satisfying because you know, you've truly taken the step forward. And the third thing is time with loved ones. So I think if you can have simplicity, deep work and time with loved ones, that's the recipe 
uh, for a good day as well. So if you stop making compromises, act from a true place of abundance and hold yourself to a higher standard, I think you're going to do much better. Awesome. Thanks, brother. Appreciate it. Let's give him a round of applause. Thank you, amigos. Virtual. Lots of love. Thanks, Chris. Appreciate you. Chat soon, Lars. Have an epic day, guys. Awesome. Thank you. All right. So uh, let's let's do this. Let's take a, a minute before we break. We're going to do a quick um, biological break here in a second. I want you to, well, first off, I want you to hold this up again. So we're going to put it, I want everyone to hold this up. And then who's going to take the screenshot? Is it going to be Jess or Stacy? So everyone hold up this document. This would be a good time to use it if you haven't used one yet. And you can even, some of you can even like hold it up and smile like a thumbs up. Come on, Kim. Are you, well, give the thumbs up then. <laughs> All right, so we should be good. So let's, um, let's take a minute. Uh, let's do our biological break, but also take a minute to write down some takeaways, right? The, the, that last session, there is probably a dozen things that we could do and you can't do all of them, right? There's like one or two things that you could start doing differently to make sure you bring that level six to a seven. And then there's a couple more things maybe to go from a seven to an eight. So write down what those things are and the things you're actually going to commit to do over these next I love that concept of sprints. That is just awesome, awesome, awesome. So we're going to come back in eight minutes, but make sure you take the time to capture what we just went through. And we'll see you back here at 3.15 Eastern. So an eight minute break. I hope you have enjoyed hearing from Chris and his simple plan to master your physical body. So instead of showing up in life a six out of 10 in terms of your energy, you're coming at life and business with a 10 out of 10. You know, I'll say this, if you want to learn more about how to, um, you know, be around folks that are trying to achieve at a high level in our businesses and our personal lives and using our real estate business to be the catalyst for growth in other areas of our life, make sure you check out our case study program. Go to rebscasestudy.com. That's rebscasestudy.com. Maybe you could be one of our next case studies. We'll see you over there. Thanks for listening to the Business Freedom Podcast. If you're getting value from the podcast, would you please leave us a five-star review and share it with others who might benefit from the content I'm sharing. And if you're ready to scale your real estate business sustainably and profitably, there are a couple options for you. If you're doing under 500,000 in annual GCI, our Business Foundations program is for you. Head over to getbusinessfoundations.com. That's getbusinessfoundations.com and learn how you can make the shift from overwhelmed real estate agent to true business owner. If you're doing more than 500,000 in annual team GCI, there's our graduate program designed for top producers and team leaders who want to grow their team and scale their business. If that's you, go to realestatebschool.com and apply for a free business growth strategy session. No matter where you are in your business growth journey, we have the tools, systems, strategies, training, and coaching to get you where you want to be. Remember, only you can create your future. So take action now.